0: You're listening to Young Honest Mother, the podcast. Here, we'll chat about all things marriage, motherhood, and modern home economics, in all honesty. I'm your host, Maurice Young. Well, hello there, and welcome back to another solo show of Young Honest Mother, the podcast. I've been bumping up against a word, a theme, an approach, I guess you could say, and true to form, I've been spending some time reflecting on just how it affects my day-to-day life. That word? Expectations. My recent focus on expectations goes beyond my word nerd tendencies. Although, because I do want to establish some common ground up front, expectations can be defined as strong beliefs that something will happen or be the case in the future. And trust me, I am definitely someone who carries around many of them. Okay, so what sparked my acute awareness of just how many expectations I've been walking around with? Well, like I mentioned in episode 28, Waiting to Find Home Again, which I'll link to you in the show notes, we were gearing up to move, and while we haven't yet begun the physical process of packing up all our belongings and transporting them to our new home the impending shift in location is already beginning to unsettle our family rhythm most notably after about six months in a two days a week Montessori program Milo is back to spending every day with me while we focus on making the transition to a new city and it's this change in our schedule that has really helped to unearth many of the latent expectations that I've had and how I tend to react when they don't come to pass. But before we explore all that's going on there, I do think that it's important to rewind just a little bit and share more about where it is that I'm coming from. So I grew up the oldest of four children in a household where everything was expected to be in its place, and everyone was expected to be on their best behavior. Nowadays, you know, on my best days, I can see how this atmosphere is directly related to my keen attention to detail and many other traits that have honestly served me well over the years. But on those other days, I can't help but notice that my perfectionism was really just a vestige of sustained, really high expectations. For example, in school, I became obsessed with being the best student I could be. And in my personal life, I concentrated on being stoic, unmoved by large swells of emotion. And I didn't realize it then, but perfectionism provided me with an outlet to exercise control over my life. know I thought being perfect would grant me not just love and recognition but also the ability to safeguard the outcomes that I was expecting and amazingly my adolescence was by and large pretty absent from any major run-ins with failed expectations and so it's really in that way that I was able to continue on my quest for keeping things just so and never really having to reckon with the unresolved emotional residue that propelled me forward. But motherhood has an incredible way of shining a light onto those growing pains that we'd rather keep hidden. So jumping back into the present day, I'm back to serving as Milo's primary caregiver every weekday. And I just, I found myself erupting over seemingly little things and projecting my emotions onto those around me and feeling so tense, almost as if I was fighting against something every single day. I was exhausted, frustrated, and honestly confused. And then I started to ask myself, where were all of these emotions coming from? And I took that question as a signal to dig a little deeper. As Shefali Sabari writes in her incredibly enlightening and encouraging book, the conscious parent. Since no other journey is able to evoke more emotional reactivity in us than parenting, to be a parent invites us to treat the reactions our children trigger in us as opportunities for spiritual growth. And don't worry, I've linked to the book in the show notes because it has really helped me to understand so much about myself and my mothering and I highly recommend reading it. Well, when I started digging It turned out that at the center of my grief were, you guessed it, expectations. I had expectations about what kind of mom I should be, what kind of child Milo should be, how our days should look, how we should relate to one another. And then I also started realizing that many of my expectations stemmed way back to when I was pregnant, which got me thinking, you know how some women refer to their pregnancies by saying, I'm expecting. Well, that phrase has certainly taken on a whole new meaning to me now. Okay. So what was my biggest expectation? In all honesty, I had come to expect that Milo should always be calm. But if you've spent any measurable amount of time around toddlers, you know that, um, how do I say it? They surrender to the fullness of their feelings. In other words, they tend to be pretty emotionally volatile and Milo's emotional outbursts were triggering emotional outbursts of my own and then I realized that I was reacting out of a place of not being able to control how he was reacting so I'll link to my blog post reparenting my inner two-year-old so that you can read more about how mothering is definitely holding up a mirror to my often overlooked internal states. So after I took the time to sit in the awareness of these expectations, I began to see how carrying them around was standing in the way of me accepting reality. It was actually my resistance to accepting what is that was evoking much of the tension and the frustration that I was experiencing. Challenging myself to be awake to what's right in front of me versus What I expected to be right in front of me has truly been such a relief. I am sifting through the expectations that have been revealed to me and I'm taking the time to consciously choose which ones to carry forward and which ones to relinquish. And surprisingly, the tension, the stress, the frustration, they're all melting away. So now I want to hear from you. What unhelpful expectations are you carrying around that you could set down? And that's it for this episode of Young Honest Mother, the podcast, which means it's time for you to join the conversation. Share your thoughts on social media and tag me at Young Honest Mother. And then pass this episode along to friends and family who need to know that they're not alone on this journey either. Until next time, I'm your host, Maris Young.